Blog Talk Radio. This presentation may contain language and scenes which may be objectionable to certain individuals. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey yo, what up? Hey, yo, what up? This is just Wolf. You're now listening in Soda Sound Radio with your host Half Pint. Come on, start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to, I guess, a special edition of uh, Soda Sound Radio. This is Takeover 2. I am your host, Half Pine Kyle Adams, and tonight, Tay Scott is joining me. Tay, you there on the line? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's the deal? Hey. Uh, it's been a few years, man, uh, since we last talked, but I got some of his tracks. Um, we're going to chop it up just uh, about his life, career in general, uh, and see what he's up to. And... Um, other than that, man, thank you for coming on to the show. Um, we almost had some issues, man. Like, my power was Yeah, yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. I don't understand what's going on, but uh, you're here. We're on time, not CP time, and uh, things are going good. Yeah, um, so far, so good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for those who are listening, because... It's been a few years, so it's a brand new audience and everything, but please go ahead and uh, tell everybody about yourself. Um, well, I go by the name of Tay Scott. Um, I'm a hip-hop artist here in uh, Minneapolis. I've been here for about uh, 15 years now, um, but just been working on uh, planting my flag and, and you know building my brand yep. and, um, you know, um, building a team around me and uh, I enjoy moments like this, you know, where I get to uh, sit down and connect with other uh, like-minded people like yourself who are, who are on the grind and, and just doing their own thing and, and just trying to build a, build an empire of their own. Um, yep. Lately I've just been, uh, just been grinding, man. Um, doing some shows here and there. I dropped my album. Uh, my very first album last March on my birthday. Uh, I had the album release party uh, right after that. That was a success. Um, just been grinding, man, doing some interviews and uh, got some yeah. more uh, performances lined up and uh, music videos as well. I have a music video out right now um, called Dear God. I have another another music video I'm in the um, in the process of shooting right now called Thinking Out Loud. So just yep. trying to stay busy, man. Trying to yep. stay busy and trying to stay focused. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you said you've been here for about 15 years now, and I believe you're from Chicago, correct? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yep. And um, what made you leave Chicago, man? Because that's where all the good food's at. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I can't argue with that. But um, no, it was my parents' decision 
Um, they wanted a, a first start for for the entire family. Yeah. Um, Chicago's a great city. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of uh, there's a lot more opportunity in, in other places. Oh, of course. Um, so Minnesota was one of those places. Um, so we moved here. I moved here when I was about nine or ten. Um, but it was it was their decision. They wanted a fresh start, a better better environment for uh, for us. You know, me and my yep. brothers, and uh, you know, just uh, you know, opportunity when opportunity knocks. You know, you gotta you gotta let it in. You know. Oh, of course, of course. But I imagine that had to be a crazy. Like you're from Southside of Chicago, correct? North side, actually. North side. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And even if, man, like even like all, I think all of just Chicago is is actually the worst. <laughs> but but <laughs> I, I just uh, I was there almost about a year ago now, and I think I was on the west side or like that, like close to west side, but like south side, um, just like the outskirts, um, like in between. And so I've been to like Stony Island, which is on the east side. I've been to you know, South Side because home running, and um, yeah. I've even been to I think Oregon Mall, which I think is on the West Side, where like Twin Peaks and everything is at. Um, how different of a transition? Because I mean, you're you're still, I mean, you're you're young. How old are you now? Twenty five. I think the last okay. time we spoke, I was about like twenty twenty two or something like that. Yeah. So I mean, like you're still a young guy. So like having to leave everybody, like almost in the in the middle of your teenage career and everything having to start all over like how how tough of a transition was that um it was it was definitely uh it was tough yeah um i would say well we moved around quite a bit when i was mm. uh when i was a kid growing up so i kind of got used to having to somewhat start over and start fresh mm. um so it was definitely a, a big adjustment. Um, I had never heard of the place before, uh, Minnesota. Yeah. No food existed. I didn't know where it was. Right. Um, so um, it took me a while to get used to the, the differences of the uh, of the two cities and the two states. But yeah. uh, over time, you know, uh, like I, as a kid, I you, you learn to adapt. Well, I learned yep. to adapt. Um, fast and, and quite easily uh due to my circumstances growing up. So it it was a uh, it didn't take too long to get used to it. You know, you just regardless of what happens in your life, wherever you are, you got to keep moving forward and uh you know just kind of you know, go with the flow. But right. it was it was tough man having to start over and make new friends and going yeah. to a new school and yeah, you know, I imagine everything's like it, from what I hear people in Chicago when they come down here they're like, man, this place is just too slow motion for me because like even even at a Walmart in Chicago they got a liquor store, and then here our liquor store is closed at like nine o'clock. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, not I mean you were a teenager at the time, so it's like you couldn't really experience things. But I know there had to be certain things like fashion, um, food, and all that had to be mm-hmm. weird for you. At what age? Did you actually want to become a rapper? Was it while you were in Chicago, or was it somewhere in Minnesota that kind of lit that spark? No, I was I was definitely living here in uh, in Minnesota at the time when I, okay. I decided that this is the 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 path I want to take. Mm. Um, growing up, um, I started I started singing. I started singing first. 
Interesting. Um, okay. So you tee pain so yourself. Kinda, that's, yeah, that's kind of how it, it all started for me. I would just, you know, like imitate Michael Jackson. Okay. And, you know, I wanted to be like the next Michael Jackson as a kid, and I would imitate him, and I'd be singing and dancing around the house. And um, as I grew older, um, I joined I joined choir in uh, in elementary school, and uh, I did that for quite some time. Um, as time went on, you know, uh, I hit puberty and things like that. My voice started to change, and I couldn't afford singing lessons because, like, I lost my my singing voice. I didn't really know how to how to uh, adapt to that specific change. Mm. Um, so singing turned into uh, to poetry. I started writing poetry in middle school, um, and eventually poetry turned into into rap. I was about sixteen when I when I decided that I wanted to rap and, and pursue a career as a rapper. Um, I was I was just at home and I was writing some rights, uh excuse me, writing some rap down to a couple of my favorite songs, a couple of my favorite uh, uh, instrumentals. Yeah, and I was impressed with what I wrote. Um, so I just decided, you know, I like what I wrote and, uh, I thought it was, I thought it was good enough. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just gonna, you know, keep moving forward with this and and see where it takes me. So I was about 16. Okay. And, um, since then, I mean, you've, you've grown, you got a fan base, um, it explains. And so in, uh, the homegrown King contest, which we'll talk about later, um, but who were some of your influences, um, to made you want to perfect your craft a little bit better, because I know, if, like for me, I can honestly tell you when I first started like writing, because I don't rap, like I do write, <laughs> I do write because okay. I'm, I mean, I'm not nervous to where like I can put it on wax, because I feel like I can put it on wax just fine, but part of me just wants to write and let it be done, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, some of my some of my ex- or uh, influences was Brother Ali, which is a, a you know a local hometown hero. Um, yeah, so yeah. Who, I like him. Who who were some of your people that that you idolized? Where you're like, I want to sound like them or better than them. Um, well, uh, I was heavily influenced by Tupac, Biggie, Jay Z, yep. uh, Snoop Dogg, and well, let me see. I would say I would have to throw Michael Jackson in there too because he's the whole reason I was like. I wanted to Getting become an it. entertainer, and the, the whole reason I wanted to, you know, start. I was uh, he was the whole reason I got involved with music in the first place. So, mm-hmm. big shouts out to him. Um, but as the time as as I grew older and, and different artists started uh, coming out, like influenced by Rick Ross, Nipsey Hussle, but um, I just always wanted to be. I just always wanted to be great, not necessarily better than someone else. Just I wanted to mm-hmm. be like the best, and I, and I still do. I want to be the best version of myself that I can be. Yeah. Um, I know myself uh, fairly well, and I know I'm not great at what I do. I'm 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 really good at what I do, but I want to be great in my eyes. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion, you know. Yep. So I just want to be able to to look in the mirror and say or answer a question if someone asked me, you know, how how would you rate yourself or, you know, things like that. And yeah. and be able to honestly tell them 
you know, I feel I'm, I'm good, but I'm not great, or I feel I'm great, or I feel I'm the best rapper in the world. But um, I'm always looking to improve, man. And I, it's just always been like a, not necessarily a battle with myself, but mm-hmm. I've always strived to be, you know, like the best that I could be in my in, in my eyes. Right. And I think I have that problem, too, where I'm super hard on myself. Um, yeah. And, like, I've, I've heard or heard, sorry, I've I've heard that, like, Atmosphere, for example, even just when it comes mm-hmm. to his ad-libs, like, he'll do, like, 50 tracks just on his ad-libs alone, which is the simplest thing to, actually, it's it's not even simple, like, it, it's kind of difficult, but he's such a perfectionist to where he's like, that ad-lib don't sound right, like, I, I, I want to redo it, and so, how old were you when you made your first album, and how long did it take? Well, I was I released my first album uh this year. So I'm twenty five. I released mm. it on my twenty fifth birthday. Um, but it was I mean, pretty much ever since I was sixteen, so I don't know, ten years in the making, something like that. Yeah, 'cause I I think I met you about who we I wanna say it was like two <laughs> 2011, 2010, even back like when Brown Studio was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, it was yeah. even yeah further back. Yep. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I forgot about that. When, yeah. yeah, no, it's it's been a while. Um, and I man, I miss Brown College actually, and I'm mad that they closed down their shops. Mhm. Yeah, I yeah. heard that. Yeah, because, I mean, they, they cut the uh, radio programs, which I was that was something I was just interested in doing. But then they also cut um, mixing and audio engineering and, and all that other stuff. And that I think that really hurt. Um, but everything's so self-taught nowadays, you know, like when it comes to mastering and everything. Um, but it took, you, it, it took you 10 years, though, to come up well, a little bit longer, like 15 almost, right? And how come it? took so long um was that just you trying to be a perfectionist or was it like waiting waiting on certain people to get things to you in a in a in a certain order like what was the reason for the delay um i just wanted it to be i just wanted to do it the right way i wanted to make right. sure i was ready mentally i wanted to make sure the music was um not necessarily perfect, well, pretty much perfect. But I wanted everything to be perfect, but, I mean, nothing in life is. But I just wanted to make sure everything was the way it needed to be as far as the music. Yeah. It was uh, mixed and mastered the right way. The vocals were on there the right way. I had the right uh, beat selection. Um, I had a date and time for the album release. And um, there was a time where I was actually rushing the process and I wanted to hurry up and drop the album. And, and Bombo, uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, I know Bombo. You, really you know well. Bombo. And for, those, yeah. for those who don't know and who may be listening, Bombo is a good friend of mine and uh, uh, in-house producer yeah. for, for Collection Family. So shout out to him. Um, yeah. He actually kind of pulled me inside and said, hey, Tay, I think you're rushing the process. I, I think you're a little bit too eager to drop the drop the project. And mm. I had to take that in. I took it all in and I analyzed it and and he was right. So I, I just decided to take my time after that point 
and, and make sure that everything was done the right way. You know, yeah. instead of just throwing music out there just for the fun of it or whatever, but um, instead, if I'm, my my mindset is that if you're going to do something, do it the right way, and that goes with any and everything. So yeah. I just wanted it to be, I just wanted to make sure I was ready, make sure my team was ready, and make sure everything was in place in order for me to uh, release any music and, and, and release a project. Okay. Um, I do want to talk a little bit more about it here, but it's commercial free and um, we're going to actually play one of your first tracks here. So if you want to introduce um, complicated and it's featuring uh, Janet Nightingale, is that how you say it? Janet Nightingale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, tell yeah, us a little bit song, more about the song. Hmm? Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This, uh, this first song is, uh, it's called it's complicated featuring myself and uh, Janet Nightingale, the uh, the lovely, talented um, vocalist that she is. She's really dope. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard and don't know of her, uh, check her out. And uh, But before you do that, check out the songs, and uh, I hope you like it. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. We'll be back. Soda Song Radio. Stopping the stare, but glanced in the glare. I swear you came out of nowhere. It was your big brown eyes that caught my attention. Something told me to approach you, so I did just that. Glad I did. Was a bit nervous when I spoke to you. I'm sure you can hear it in my speech. Both from different worlds, but opposites attract. Who knew we fit together so perfectly? Oh, word. You ain't from around here? Well, have no fear. I hold it down here. By the way, my name is. Together sometime, you cracked a smile and said that'd be fine. Now you got your boy walking around with butterflies inside. Not to mention, I got you all on my mind. What's happening? Time and time again, I ask God, please send me an angel. Feeling that I'm feeling, your love got me open like a closet door. Got me telling you things I never thought no one before. I changed the world, so you're doing the same. As we pillow talk, we both share our passion and pain. You tell me how your last man wasn't there for you. Talk down on you, didn't care for you. Man, fuck, man, fuck. Baby, let me be the change you need. I could give you four quarters if it's change you need. No need. See, you'd rather keep me in the dark. Yeah. Play it smart, so you don't get yourself caught up. Uh-huh. It turns out he's still around and he's trying to get with you. Yeah. Unaware that I'm in the picture now. This is weighing heavy on my heart. Can't play the background. I think it's best if we kept our distance now. God bless. Make up the breakup, break up the makeup, back and forth. Here we go again. Here we go, here we go. 
swear to God, I hate when we fight. But love when we reunite, girl, it feels so right. Oh, so happy I found you. Wouldn't want to lose you. I know I confuse you and I, I push you away and then I pull you back. Got you thinking to yourself, what kind of love is that? The mixed feelings and emotions We're both trying our best to cope with yeah. I have my doubts, you have your doubts too, too. Negative thoughts start to sink in Suspicion, women's into women's intuition I promise you baby, all I would like all I would Is like. for us to be together Just wanna do it right, you know you know. So that when the time is right I can take your pain and make it mine for life Sound Radio, back here with Taste Scott. That was complicated, featuring Janet Nightingale. Um, <laughs> I, I know, like before, like when we was playing the song. I mentioned that we was gonna talk about your first album, um, and we will. Um, so, wait, tell us about the first or the uh, title of your album. Oh, the title uh, of the album is called '90s Baby," or the mm-hmm. album itself is called '90s Baby." Mm-hmm. And um, uh, yeah, twenty five. So he was born in what ninety three. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and so, like you mentioned that uh, Bombo, who is um, kind of a big deal in collection, like he runs the thing basically, doesn't he? Because um, I know he has like collection clothing, collection records, like or collection family, like all of that. Um, <laughs> And um, he sat you he sat you down and said you're rushing the album, um, but it took like so many or, and I I don't want to like highlight the fact that I'm saying like it's taking so many years, but I'm just saying like he sat you down and told you it was taking so long, but it's been a good minute since you know like I met you up to the album being released. Um, what was it that was derailing it so much? Was it like the fact that you felt like what? Yeah, what what was the the issue for being derailed? Was it the way the track list was flowing? Was it the like not enough tracks or like what was the deal? Well, see the thing is how it all started as far as a uh, collection. Um, Bombo he wanted to uh, start his own music label called Collection Music. Yeah, and so. Uh, he introduced me to that idea and he brought me in and me and him uh, pretty much kind of hit the ground running with that, with that idea and with that concept. Then we started making music for the label and uh, for the album, which uh, at that time we had no idea when it was going to be done. I mean, we are just, we were just starting out. So we didn't really know how far this was going to go. After, after, you know, some years, um, Bombo, he wanted to focus more so on his clothing line, which is uh, called Bombo New York. So oh, okay. I took the yeah, I took the reins of the the music label, and we just made 
you know, some adjustments uh, as far as the uh, label's concerned. We changed the name to Collection Family. Yeah. Uh, Bobo and I um, came up with the logo for it. And um, I'm actually pretty much the head of uh, of the label and have been since 2015. Okay. Um, but the as far as the album, uh, it wasn't necessarily taking too long. It was I was I was trying to put it out there without necessarily being ready. It was it was mm. more so he sat me down and, and said, "Hey, kind of pump your brakes a little bit." Yeah, because he he felt like um well, he saw that I was I was a bit anxious and and trying to trying to kind of hurry up and get things done and, and almost in a way forcing uh the situation. So he was there to help guide me and say, "Hey, you know, just take your time with it. You know, don't don't rush it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it took me quite some time to to get the project done, but um, he was more so the one, you know, like uh, telling me, "Hey, uh, you know, don't rush it. Let's take our time with this. So if we're gonna do it, let's do it right." And um, mm-hmm. and I agree with him. Um, but the reason it took so long is, like I said before, I just wanted everything to be right as far as production. Um, I wanted to picture, I wanted to uh, make sure I picked the right songs um, for the album because it's, it's a whole process, you know, got to come up with a concept for the album and, and I wanted it all to be cohesive. So when I, I came up with the, 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 uh, the title for the album nineties baby, I wanted it to reflect the nineties and I wanted the music um, on the album to be cohesive and and kind of bring people back to the '90s. I wanted it to have a '90s vibe and uh, even some uh, some beats from the '90s and things like that. So I just yeah. wanted it to be a cohesive project. And it it was just a process, man. It, it took as long as it did because it was. Um, no, we wanted it. We all wanted it to be done the right way. So mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mad or you know, tripping oh, on how long it took. But it was. Uh, I enjoyed the process. It was. It was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about music production, the whole process of you know, mm-hmm. the music business. Um. You know, I learned a lot about myself, and I got better as a writer, better as an artist, better as a performer. So it was, I definitely enjoyed it. Right, and um, I, you know, I had a conversation with uh, the homie Chill Will, who uh, also helps out on the show um, as of recently, mm-hmm. and um, we had a conversation, and this is why I'm like I'm bringing it up because of Bombo. We had a conversation. And I don't know if this bothers you or not, but like me, as a, as a graphic designer, yeah, I would I would do something for someone, and mm-hmm. they would say it's dope, but they would tell me that like to not hurt my feelings, or they would like say it's dope, but it's not fully what they've. And so, like in your situation with you being a rapper and you and you. You know, send like Bombo your your tracks, um, and I feel like Bombo will tell it to you straight. Um, how many of those people do you have in your circle, and how important of a quality is that to you? 
constructive to, criticism is um I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You're right. Oh, I was just gonna say constructive criticism. It, it comes with the job. It comes with mm-hmm. the territory. You have to be able to to take that in, and not and don't take it the wrong way. You know, people they tell you what they tell you because they want you to improve, or they they may see some gray areas where you could you know become better or work on. Yeah. I mean, it's no no different than sports or you know whatever you sales or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh. You know, Bombo's the type, you know, he, he will – that's what I like about him because he's he's honest and he, he speaks his mind and he'll, he'll, he'll tell you what he thinks and he'll give you his opinion. And uh, he'll, like I said before, if there, if there are any gray areas, he'll try to help guide you if, if, uh, if you need it or he'll try to guide you as, as best as he can you know, as, as a friend or as a brother or – Whatever the relationship may be, but right. no, that that's very important to me because I need that. If, if I'm if I'm in the booth, my voice isn't sounding the way it needs to sound, or if I'm not uh, spitting a, a verse the way it, it needs to sound, or if I, I need more energy, or mm. or whatever the case may be, I need people like that to 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 stop me and say, hey, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, and because I. I can do it myself, but sometimes I don't always catch everything that I do, you know, and with the um, the plus side of having a team is, you know, they have your, your best interest in mind and they, they have your back. So if they feel you, you could do something better or, you know, if you want their opinion, you know, as long as they're honest and, 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 and are on board with, with what you're doing, it's, it's all good. I'm not, I'm not yeah. against it. And Bombo is one of those people. He's he's definitely he has my best interest in mind, and, and the feeling yeah. is mutual. Yeah, and he's a really good guy, and um, it's crazy. Like he puts a lot of faith in the people before they actually do the job. <laughs> yeah, because like because like it was crazy because I I was working on a website for his back when like collection was just closed, right? Right. Um, before yeah, he yeah, branched yeah. out and, and made everything else. And so, like, that's a, that's when I met him and met you at the same time because he was talking to me about the website. And then I just happened to run into you before I even thought about podcasting, which is, like, the crazy thing about all of this. Before, like, everything happened, I'm just like, okay, Tay Scott's a rapper. He's dope. I can get behind him, like, listen to him. But I was there just for website stuff. Um, and in a small world, it turns into this, which is crazy. Um, but the, the the thing is, is like, before I even like bothered to type in a single word of coding, he paid me already up front for the website and say, here, get it done. And I'm like, don't you want to wait to the finished product? He's like, nah, like I got faith in you. And I'm just like, oh, well, all right. I mean, I got it done and do what I was supposed to do, but it's just crazy. Like he's, he's the guy like that will have faith in you and, and believe in you before you even get started on something. And that's, that's a crazy, crazy, like thing to have. Um, and I, you know, it worked out for you because you got your album out and everything else. Um, I couldn't even remember what song you was doing when I met you. I know, you know what? I don't think you got to perform yet. Cause we were waiting on one guy and he kept redoing his uh, vocals or his verse. 
And I don't even think we knew yep. that guy either. We were just sharing the studio room with him, and he was doing his thing by himself, need I remind you, <laughs> by himself. And he was there hours before we even showed up. So he was grinding hard on one track, um, but he just didn't know the etiquette of, of sharing things. Um, since then. Yeah, I, I, remember, I remember bits and pieces of that. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like, who is this guy? Um, that's why, now that I think about it, he wasn't doing it by himself. I mean, he was, but he wasn't. Like, the guy that was his um, A&R, or not A&R, but the guy who was doing uh, his mixing was also your guy, too. And so y'all had to share the booth because it was the same guy, if I remember correctly. Um, but like, Yeah, I think it was something, something like that. And since then, though, have you ever had to share a booth? And was there any crazy stories like that where it's like, this dude's garbage? Or have you ever, like, worked with somebody where you're like, I really want to work with this dude? And if you don't mind, you can name drop. <laughs> uh, um, no, uh, I don't think I have any crazy stories. But uh, no, I don't necessarily share the booth. Um I I work with a lot of a lot of artists, but the artists I work with are like friends of mine as well. So mm-hmm. so it's a good we have a good relationship and good understanding of uh you know, what we want to get done. Um no I don't I don't, I don't really have any off the wall stories or anything like that. But uh That's fair. That's fair. I mean, that's a good thing, though, at the same time, because... At least um, not yet. Not yet. Maybe maybe <laughs> later on down the line, you know, when I start touring and shit like that, you know, I'll come back oh, with man. some off-the-wall are, shit. Are you going to, like, have any rules, man? Because, like, I know, like, there's certain artists that have rules when it comes to the studio. Like, no, no outside guests. No, like, no this, no that. Because I remember correctly, I remember Schoolboy Q posting up a... a Thing on their wall, a set of rules to oh, when yeah. they're in the studio. Yeah, so like, is there any rules, like, as your time being in the booth, is there any rules that you are like, alright, this gotta be in there, this gotta be in there? Like, like, what are your I get, yeah, 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 yeah. What, what are some things that bother you? I guess, in the booth that you can't really control um, or that you try to? I don't necessarily have a set of rules. I just like to... I don't like I don't like for there to be a lot of people in the studio, just like uh, uh-huh. a, a handful at the most. But they have to be, you know, people I know and and yep. comfortable being around and uh, part of my team or they're working on the project with me. But um, I just I like I like to have a peaceful environment. You know, yep. um, I don't like it to be too loud. Uh, so I can concentrate on what I'm doing. Um, I don't like I don't like smoking. Uh, people like smoking in the studio or nothing like that. Yeah. Um, but you don't you don't smoke at all, correct? Like. No. No. I don't. No. Okay, that's good. But you do drink because we got a couple songs here. Um, that is mentioned in liquor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like um, to. Go ahead. I mean, I like to celebrate, put it that way. I like to have a I good hear that. time. I hear that. And this next track, um, it's about celebrating, but 
before that, I did want to go into complicated a little bit, just real quickly. Um, relationship issues. Do you face them a lot? <laughs> um, not necessarily. I think. I mean, any relationship you you have is going to have its up its uh, ups and downs. Mm. Um. But no, this this specific song was about a, a time in my life where uh, my situation was a bit complicated, and um, the the song is pretty much it's a reflection of my life. I, I actually literally went through that situation, and it was, it was yeah, it was real. It, it wasn't made up. Um, mm. So all the stuff that was going on, and all the stuff that I talked about in the song actually happened. But um, I'm past that. Uh, that situation is uh, uh, smoothed out, and um, you know I'm just I'm in a better place right now. You know, yeah. um, I just like I like I said before, I just try to put my best foot forward in anything I do. Um, yeah. I'm I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. I don't expect anybody to be, and I don't expect life to be that way. I just try to. You know, um, do my best and adapt yep. if I if need be, and uh, you know just uh, just keep moving forward, man, and just keep striving and, and, and achieving my goals, man. Because uh, I have a, a big a big plan for myself. I have a lot in mind, so I don't I don't want to I don't want anything to, to stop that, and I won't allow anything to stop that or, or anyone. Right. So my vision my vision is clear. And uh, I just think it's best to just, you know, uh, when it comes to relationships, communication is important, uh, patience, understanding. Communication is important. Yeah, it helps to listen, too. (laughs) It helps helps a whole lot. I'm throwing shade. I'm throwing shade at somebody in the room here because uh, yesterday (laughs) they just, their phone died. And they didn't say, hey, my phone's dying, none of that. They just left me to, like, cry in my lonesome. Like, two hours okay. later, and then she's like, what's up? And I'm like, what's up? Basically. And then she's like, are you mad at me? And I'm like, kind of, because communication is key. And so, right. that. <laughs> no, you, you got a point. You do got a point. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, be in the doghouse. That's 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 like the second reference that was brought up today with me being in the doghouse. So I think I'm a shitty yeah. Uh, friend I think or, you, might, you might be sleeping outside and <laughs> Are you in a relationship now? Uh, yeah, I am. Okay, okay. Do you want to shout out your your wifey to be, or no? We're not gonna um, we're not gonna push a T that moment. All right, we'll leave it alone. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about this next track Because um, we gotten past the relationship The gray clouds are gone You was working on your album You dropped it And then tell us about this next song And then we'll talk more about your album release uh, This next song Oh this next song is called Brandy on the Rocks uh, shout, out to, shout out to my guy Focus uh, He's featured on the song with me um, it's, This song is a remix of a of a, a classic R&B song, um, it's actually a, a remix of uh, Brandy's "I Want to Be Down." So it's pretty oh. much like if you ever heard that song, it's pretty much like the male version. 
Damn. You know, now, I want, I want to ask you, are these two tracks on the album? Um, yeah. Complicated and okay. Brandy on the Rocks. Yeah. Okay. Because I, yeah. I, I kind of feel like with Complicated, the beat was a little bit more of that West Coast, like, K, like, um, well, I was going to say K Quick. Good Lord, I watch too much wrestling. DJ Quick, um, with his DJ type Quick. of, uh, yeah, with his type of West Coast style. So I felt like that was complicated. And so with this one, we got another 90s joint. Well, I guess I want to be down as 90s to me, ain't it? I got to see when that came out. But either way. Yeah, I think uh, it was like 94 or something like that. Right. And so this is uh, Brandy on the Rocks. Now, is is Focus and Q Green? Because that's what I got here in my notes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Uh, so shout out to uh, Focus and Q Green. They both helped me out with the song. It was a lot of fun recording it. Uh, shout out to TK, my manager, Top Notch Productions. He, uh, um, you know, he recorded us and he mixed the whole thing. And, yeah. Uh, he he made it. He gave it that gloss and, and gave it that 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 bounce and swag that it needed. So, shout out to everybody who helped out with the uh, with the making of this song. It's one of my favorites on the album. Much appreciated. This is Brandy on the Rocks. We'll be back in about four, almost five minutes, and then we'll talk about his album. So don't go away. This is commercial free.
sit back and enjoy this luxury lifestyle. Made back when we bless the ground. That's how we move it now. I know you're used to the U-Haul trucks, but uh, you and I just need trust. See, that's enough to get us where we want to be, what we need to be for all eternity. Baby, baby. Hey, those guys know mine, they're all basic I'm the realest nigga inhaling oxygen on a daily basis Said it before when I say it again The boy's playing just to play, me, I'm playing to win Difference is, I want your mind, body, and soul Cause baby girl, you're more precious than gold Check it, a college girl with a job to match Don't stress, that's light work, we can handle that as long as you hold me down like gravity I copy new heels with the bag to match I got nothing but love for you, baby So I wanna make nothing but love to you, baby huh. Whatever, wherever, whenever My immense pain brings your body intense pleasure I wanna keep going until you tell me to stop Or until I make you rain with every drip, every drop uh, Legs in the air, better yet to steal it Get them up, split them up Hit them up, that's how I'm feeling. You feel me now? Yo, I mean no disrespect when I say that. Just hungry for love. I'm trying to put you in my play that. Better yet, let's fly around. Let your hair down. Come see the stars. Leave the lanes one of y'all. I told you you're the girl of my dreams, right? You do know that every king needs his queen, right? Although I'm a Scot, I have to pass on the Scotch. Dark liquor sipping like my brandy on the rocks. On the rocks. I like my brandy on the Sodasan Radio, back here with Tay Scott. That was the jam. That was the jam. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> so, uh, what is your favorite drink? Is it brandy? E&J? Uh, yes, one of them. That's, I'm a champagne kind of man. I'm a champagne kind of man. No, what, what was it I'm that like the drink? Was it Corbell? That's champagne, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, because it wasn't E and J. It was like another kind that like the old folks drink. I can't remember what it is, but it used to be a type of brandy. Um, I can't, I can't really. Well, I could drink brandy, but I like more gin and rum. Yeah, that's brandy. Uh, Brandy's just too old school for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm an old school kind of guy, but no, I mean I, I sip whatever. But I have a yeah. you know a few a few go tos, you know. Yeah. See, and I, I feel like brandy, it is classy, but it's like an acquired taste. Because I tried that with like even Coke one time, like as a mixer, and I'm just like this. I just can't, I can't do brandy at all. Um, six one two area code, you're on the line with me and Tay Scott. You want to say what up to him? Hey Tay Scott, this is Sequoia. Just wanted to call and say brandy on the rocks. I love that. A nice summer vibe. Hey, hey, I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. Where are you from? Uh oh. Six one two area code. Where are you calling from? St. Louis Park. Oh. 
Well, thank you much for calling in. Um, I got four more tracks coming up, so uh, stay tuned and keep listening, okay? Absolutely. Appreciate South it. Fans of St. Louis Park. That's crazy. <laughs> and you're where are you from? Like where like you're uh in Southside, I wanna say? Uh I'm actually You said where? North Minneapolis? Northeast. Yeah. Northeast, okay, okay, okay. Um and so like you okay, so you released the album uh not that long ago, this year, correct? This year. Yeah, uh, last March. Last March. Okay, and um, tell me more about it. Like, where did you do the uh, the uh, opening, um, I guess, release party? Yeah, that was uh, at a restaurant in South Minneapolis called Adis Ababa. Yeah. Um, that's like 20, the 20th 37th and Lake Street or something like that. Yeah. Uh, real dope spot, real chill, good food, good vibes. They play good music. Mm. Um, yeah, I had like fucking 10 other artists come and perform. Yeah. Um, it was it was dope, man. It was a great turnout. Um, I had a lot of family and friends come through. Um Dog, it, like I have a, a recap video too. It's on my YouTube channel and uh, it's on my my uh, Facebook artist page. If you want to check it out, um, man, I, I the list goes on. Yeah, of, of, of all the artists that were there, but no, it was it was a great turnout, man. I was happy with how everything uh, turned out, and uh, it was a lot of fun, man. So. <laughs> now I talked to another uh, local talent here. His name is uh, uh, Jake. Um, well, actually, Prime. I talk more to Zach. Zach's Miss Prime, um, but Zach's his name, and he talks about emailing tons and tons of venues, um, and getting like a little bit of no's. But he said most of them will work with you. Um, so why why did you pick this venue? Um, what was your way of getting them to agree and um did you take like door profit or what was your what was your cut of the venue? Uh yeah, I uh I charged ten dollars at the door. Um, I was selling merch. Uh merchandise as well. Yeah. Um so I just I just got the door and uh, the door and the merch. Okay uh, mostly. Okay. Uh, and then, why did you choose that venue over uh, on Lake Street? Well, it's a it's a dope spot. I've been there uh, a handful of times, just you know, without performing. I just yeah. go there just to hang out. They got good food and everything like that too. So it's it's like a dope chill spot. Just go and kick it there. You can there sometimes. Um, I like I know the owner. I met him before. He's a real cool dude. So. Um, uh, I asked him to set up a performance and have a stage and a sound system and everything like that, and he was open to it. I performed there a uh, few times before my album release party, so I'm familiar with it and uh, familiar with the crowd that comes there. And I just thought it would be a good opportunity, uh, a, a good place to kind of plant my flag and 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 get the ball rolling as far as, you know, album release parties and, you know, uh, 
the music is concerned. Right. Um, which is which is cool. Um, is there? I guess where are your top three venues that you want to work? Um, and is it here locally? Um. Well, I mean, I would love to, you know, do the Madison Square Garden or South by Southwest or something like that. But as That's far cool. as locally, yeah, um, locally, I like the Dakota Jazz Club. That, uh, that's oh wow, a that's spot. a downtown. Yep, that's a real good spot. Yep. A good food. Mm. Yeah, I like. Uh, I've been there once before, and uh, they have live music all the time, live bands, and it's just dope, man. So much, you know, so much talent that comes uh, comes in and out of that place. It's crazy. Mm. And so um, the, the and um, I would say, where else? Uh, my manager told me about a place yesterday. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, somewhere. Who's that in the background? Tell him what up. That's my guy, Zach. He's uh, joining me. I'm doing a, a little live broadcast on IG right now. So he's uh, oh, kind of cool. trying to I missed what he said. I do apologize. Um, (laughs) so so you got you got your uh, you got your venues and everything. Um, what artists do you want to work with? Um, And do you when you think of collabing? Um. Do you think locally, or do you try to reach out to other like cities and states? Yeah, I know uh, a few artists in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, I plan on working with them and collaborating with them. Um, one of them is uh, Jay Parkins. He's an R&B in Miami. Another R&B artist uh, in Miami. Her name is Katie Steele. She's a really dope, dope artist. Very beautiful voice. Um, but yeah, a lot of the people on the album, um, I I really enjoy collaborating with and, and working with. Gina Nightingale, um, Major Molly Mall, um, uh, Q Green, Focus, Puncho, um, uh, Corleone Green. Dot Ducati, Purple Hayes. These are all local artists who are very talented. And um, I've worked with a lot of them closely. And, and I respect for all of them. You know, they're all really dope at what they do. And, and um, I look forward to working with all of them in the near future. Yeah. But I mean, just the big names, like even like my idols, like Jay Z or Nipsey Hussle, Ross, Kanye. J. Cole, I would love to work with those guys as well. Um, the list goes on and on, but, you know, you got to start, start at the bottom and work your way up. But uh, I, I respect every artist out there. What we do isn't easy, and not everybody can do it. So there's a lot that goes into it, and um, I just I, I respect the hustle, man. I respect I respect the grind. So shout out to yep. everybody near and far. 
wherever you are, keep doing your thing. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, I, I what? How do you feel about Kanye? Like, this is kind of a, a random question. It's not in my notes, but how do you feel about Kanye? Like, did you like his last album? Do you? Would you? Are you praying for him? <laughs> <laughs> I like Kanye. I always have. I feel like I always will. He's he's in his own, you know, his own world. Not, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, but a lot of us, I feel like a lot of us don't understand him because we can't understand him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that makes sense, but um, he's he has his own ideology about how things work or how things should be or what music should sound like and things like mm-hmm. that. And that's all, it's all good. I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but... He's a very creative person. He's very sensitive. I feel all artists are sensitive. Whether you paint, whether you make music, you're all sensitive in a, in a, to a certain extent because you, you care enough to put your emotions on a, on a canvas or make a song about something or write a poem or, you know, or dance or whatever. So he's just he's highly sensitive about his work. And, you know, he, he's, I think he's hard on himself a lot. A bit harder on himself, but I mean, I, I respect him, man. He's one of the greats. He's very talented. He's a fucking musical genius. Um, it'll be a long time before we see another another Kanye. That is true. Um, but I mean, with everything going on with him saying like slavery is a choice or a trend now, I think he even went on to begin to say it's a trend. Um, and uh, obviously, with with him being bipolar, him saying like that's the reason why he's saying all of this stuff. Um, do you give him a pass with everything that he's been saying lately? Because I mean, I I still appreciate him. I found Ye to be actually a really good album, um, regardless if he's bipolar or not. And I'm still gonna rock with him because College Dropout is my favorite album of all time. Yeah, no, it's definitely a classic. Um, I haven't been too in tune with what he's doing, uh, what he's been saying and stuff like that. Um, I just heard bits and pieces, but um, I like Kanye's work. I like his music. I like his creativity. Um, I've heard bits and pieces of the new album. Yeah. Um, I think, like I said, man, he's in his own world, and <laughs> I can't really... I don't know. It's it's hard to pinpoint. It's hard to kind of kind of grasp everything that he does and everything he says. He does kind of he speaks from the heart, you know. But I don't. He doesn't he doesn't necessarily have a filter, and that's that's not that's not really a good thing. I mean, there's a time <laughs> and place really for everything. There's a time and place for everything, you know. If if you wanna if you wanna talk music, let's keep it music. If you wanna do politics, keep it politics. But you know, as far as I'm talking about what do you what do you say? Slavery is a, a trend or something? First, he says I mean, slavery that's... was a choice, um, sure. and him by by him saying that was saying like either a you can kill yourself or b you can stay on the on the ship and see what's gonna happen. Um, and so I guess he said it was a choice, which I, I don't I find that crazy, but that's just me. Um, and then he went on to say that it makes sense was to a, a certain to a certain extent, though. You know, uh, kind of. Really but I mean, happened, like you know. That's what really happened back then. I mean, of course, you know, slaves were forced and everything. You know, if they yeah. had, if they had the choice, they wouldn't be in that position. But of course. I mean, if you're faced with an ultimatum, it's your choice whether you want to move forward or, or 
go with it or, or, or change the situation or at least attempt to. Yeah, but and I mean, via technicality, but I like it's still yeah. not a choice. <laughs> Your life yeah. at that point is a choice, but you being a slave, mm-hmm. I don't think is necessarily a choice. But then he also said it was a trend, um, and him by saying it's a trend is like, so you seen this is America, and yeah, um, Donald Glover's dancing, but stuff behind him is going on, and so yeah. with us. <clears throat> Um, being on our phones, looking at videos. Uh, 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 Tay, you're a rapper, so I want to be a rapper now too. Like all these are trends, and so he's saying that us following the masses is in a sense slavery. Um, and so he's saying that it's 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 a trend. Slavery is a trend now because of of uh, it being cool to fall in line, basically. Yeah, and that makes sense. Um, and, and falling in line that's, isn't necessarily a good thing. You know, what do you, it depends on what you're in line for, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, shit, it, it makes sense if you really think about it. But like I said, there's a time and place for everything. I don't, I'm not against Kanye. And like, I don't yeah. hate the guy, nothing like that. I'm a fan. And I understand that he's in a position that a lot of us will never be in. As far yep. as his status and, and his surroundings and things like that, um, he knows a lot that most people don't know. He's a very smart guy, so he yeah. has he has to deal with a lot, and and that shit can be very stressful, very um, you know, emotion. It could be a very tough on you emotionally, physically, you know, and and, and it's not healthy, you know. Yeah. So he, Life is all about balance, man. I mean, we all go through ups and downs, and there's a lot of shit we all have to deal with on a daily basis. But it's all about balance, man, and, and knowing who you are, what you stand for, you know, uh, keeping a, a good relationship with your with your family, with God, and uh, meditation helps uh, helps you uh, block out a lot of the negative shit, and uh, yep. you one with yourself. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things you can do to uh, to keep a, a good balance and keep your sanity. But um, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's uh, it's doable. Yeah. Um, and like, I agree. And it even is an extract can testify of using your music as a platform. Um, yeah. And that's obviously you see where I'm going with this. Um, there's a right place and time for everything. Now this next track is kind of you using your platform to talk about the issues that's going on in your life. Um, I know Kanye does it and that's why he's saying like slavery is a trend and everything, but um, using music as a platform, um, how important is that to where you can get your message across um, and feel like it's an open journal, I guess. Uh, I feel it's very important. I mean, if that's what you choose to do, I, I plan on using music as a platform for myself to propel myself to a, a different level and um, better my situation, my family situation, my friends, um, everyone around me, and even the world. You know, I want to impact the world in a positive way, and I want to use my platform and you know my influence to do so. So that's part mm-hmm. of my goal. You know, that's that's my. Uh, that's my. That's the way I look at it. How how yeah. someone else is, or how someone else 
uses their influence and, and what they use their influence for, you know, that's that's on them. They have to live with the you know, the choices that they make, whether it be positive or negative. But yeah. um I know I know like the direction I wanna go with it, you know, as far as Kanye and what he's up to. I, I would hate to see, you know, I don't like seeing him spaz out and, you know, in the hospital or whatever, you know, but uh yeah. But he's already been hospitalized. I wish him the best, but you got to find a, a good balance, man. You got to be able to fight those demons somehow, some way. You know, find a find a, a positive way to deal with you know all the negativity going on around you because it will affect you. You know. Right, and I agree. Um, but walk us through this next track, and then actually we'll talk more about your direction here after this track. Okay, I think the next track is called "Thinking Out Loud." Um. It's pretty much uh, me reflecting. Uh, I took the time to sit down and write, write the song. It's me reflecting on uh, uh, my past and, and even uh, speaking on the future and where I would like to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's kind of uh, me just uh, capturing the moment in the song. Uh, I, yeah. I really like the beat. It's a uh, it's a smooth beat. And uh, I'm, I'm a storyteller, man. I like to tell stories, so I just decided to, to do that with this song as well as the other songs you heard previously. Right on. Um, I do have the chats going. There is somebody that just joined our chat room. Um, and also call okay. in. Shout out to uh, Miss from St. Louis Park. 347-857-1060 is the number to call in and talk to Tay Scott or myself. I'm pretty sure I don't want to talk to me much, but this is thinking out loud. We want them two hundred and fifty dollars. We'll explain right after this track. Don't go away. Strong Style Media, Soda Sound Radio. Uh, uh, 
You bitches ain't knowin' shit, you niggas ain't knowin' shit He poppin' the full clips, he rockin' some fake hips These niggas is all talk, these bitches just want love We all in the right place, we all in the wrong club Entitled to my opinion, pray that I've been forgiven For callin' that hoe a hoe when I ain't livin' no different Insecurities get the best of me I don't want it for the low when I get it for the free So I be who I be No wonder how I see what I see Guess I shine bright, homie A firefly in the night, homie Humble pie, I need a slice, homie I keep a knife on me Cutting up whenever I'm fucking up See my reflection, now you see me starstruck Guarantee that I make my mama proud When they say I run my mouth, I'm just thinking out loud Don't mind me, I'm just thinking out loud Sitting here smoking a little loud Mind above the clouds, G5 in the round, uh Don't mind me, I'm just thinking out loud Don't mind me, I'm just thinking out loud Sitting here smoking a little loud Mind above the clouds, G5 in the round, uh I'm looking to make my dreams a reality Bring every single thought to life The type to make something out of nothing Best of both worlds, so I'm twice as nice Hey yo, say, how you living? Shit, I can't complain First class lifestyle, we just boarded the plane I remember they had no time for your boy Now rain, sleet, and snow, they wait in line for your boy <laughs> Tell them hate niggas the whole lap uh, Tell them fuck boys to fall back It's funny how people change When you start touching dollars and stop fucking with petty change All I want is the Maybach with the chauffeur Close the curtains, I'm feeling anti-social Running to the world, it's all yeah Hey Scott, one of one, like the watch I wear. Yes. 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 Uh. Yes. 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 Soda Sun Radio, back with Tay Scott. That was thinking out loud, and I mentioned earlier that you won 250. Um, and I, I, I can say it now. Like I was a little bit embarrassed, and I, I thank you for not airing me out like at that time. But <laughs> Tay Scott was part of this uh, contest, and it was called Homegrown King, where it was all local talent, and they like went in a Freestyle Friday type of battle, um, where they picked a single. Tay, you picked Thinking Out Loud, um, and you had to win four weeks in a row. And the way it worked was you went against another opponent and people called in and voted. And whoever got the most votes will win and progress on to the next round. You easily won all four matches <laughs> um, and, and got the 150, but that's not what I gave you. I gave you 250. And the reason being is because when it was time to, to pay you, I just didn't have it. And I'm just like, shit. So like I kept, I kept telling him, like, come on this day. And then like, it never went down. So I'm like, shit, I'll give you more money if you just let me pay you a little bit later. And uh, by the time you got sick of waiting, I luckily had the money and I got to meet you live to pay you. Um, but you, you yeah, didn't like, <laughs> I know, right. Good and time. you didn't have like any issues with being like delayed or you didn't like get on air and was like, this motherfucker didn't pay me on time. Like, however you dig into it with Alex. Um, and that was just, uh, Alex being Alex, but um, that was a different story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, one, you, Alex, you, 
Yeah, you didn't break my legs. I was like, this motherfucker's really going to try and like break my legs or something. But you didn't. Um, you actually kept quiet about the whole thing, took your money and was like, peace. Um, but I know you was getting mad. Like, like I, I'm really about to beat this dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I understand, you know, uh, everybody's situation is different. I've been in that yeah. situation plenty of times before, so it's really not not a big deal. Um, yeah. I knew that, you know, we would do business um, and that you would pay me when you could. Um, yeah. No, I mean, shit happens, you know, but I, you're, you're an up-and-coming, you know, entrepreneur. You're trying to do your thing with your podcast, and I understand, yeah. you know, the struggle is, is definitely real. So yeah, uh, it's, it's all up, man. I appreciate you reaching out to me once again. And us uh, joining joining forces and be able and uh, being able to make this happen once again. Yeah, I mean you're you're always fun to chop it up with. Um, great songs, great music. Um, three for three so far in the in the good category. Um, <laughs> we heard Bombo <laughs> actually in the background uh, doing his little Pete Rock slash uh, Diddy type ad yeah. living in the <laughs> in the joint. the Bombo, <laughs> my guy. Focus on the on the on the second verse. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, was, uh, which, it was a lot of fun recording that song. Dope track. And um, when when I approached you with the contest, was this the first single that you immediately was like, this is going to be the banger? Or did you have to rifle through a few? And I was like, ah, I'll pick this one. No, nah, on second thought, I'll pick this one instead. It was actually, I hate to, I hate to like kind of, you know, bust your bubble, but... <laughs> It, this actually wasn't the song. It was actually a different song uh, called Motel Blues. No, it was Thinking Out Loud. Um, I know that for a fact. Sure. It was Thinking Out Loud. Because it, because you went up against Young uh, uh, Mike Dreams. You went up against um, um, True Music. And I want to say Jay Will and somebody else. But it was Thinking Out Loud the whole time. Motel Blues I did play, but it wasn't for the uh, contest it was just something I played um beforehand because I I was before I even did the contest I was doing this show for like a year and Motel Blues came out and then Thinking Out Loud came out and that's what you submitted for the uh contest oh okay well this was a few years ago so I I thought it was Motel Blues but uh yeah you might be right um well with this <laughs> song I did have a few a few songs to choose from I thought um, I thought it'd be a good one. I thought people would like it. It's got a good vibe, a good message. So I just thought I'd uh, you know, bring it to the forefront and uh, you know give it to the world so they can mm-hmm. uh, listen to it and enjoy it. And it all worked out. <laughs> I did like Motel Blues, um, and I do remember that. Um, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> you got you almost you almost got me shook, man, because I had to think about it. But no, I, I remember. I remember because. Um, it was this joint, and then I asked somebody, like, what their competition, like, I think asked your competition, I'm like, so what do you think? Like, do you think you have a shot against this track? And he's like, I don't know, man, I like the beat. <laughs> <laughs> and that was yeah. pretty much it. <laughs> um, yeah, this is not, I don't a, think not you a bad to joint. Say too much. Yeah. Say what? No, I, I don't think he wanted to say too much about it. Yeah, of course, because he, he probably felt defeated. But, like, the yeah. only the, the only toughest one I remember was the last one against you and Mike Dreams. Yeah, and, Mike Dreams. Um, yeah, shout out Mike Dreams, man. He's dope. 
Yeah, he is dope, man. And to be honest with you, I, I really hope that like whatever's going on with him, that he gets it together. Um, he just got a kid, like I think about a mm-hmm. year old, man, and he's he's uh going through some things. So yeah, man. But like you know, get hopefully he gets his stuff together. Um, I don't think you've worked with him. I think you've heard of him because he's he's got his name out there since like oh three oh two. Um, is he yeah, somebody that you heard of? I've heard of him. With? I haven't worked with him. I know some people who uh, who are friends with him. Uh, we have a, a we have a mutual friend. Put it that way. Um, yeah. He was he's been on a, a couple of different songs with the artist that we're mutual friends with. Uh, yep. He is nice. He's nice on the mic. Yeah. I haven't worked with him personally. I would like to in the in the near future. I'm I'm all for collaboration. So yeah. shouts out to him. I hope you know whatever he's going through. I haven't heard anything about him, but uh, you probably know more than I do. But mm-hmm. shouts out to him, man. Keep your head up and uh, let's, let's get this let's get this money, man. Let's make this music. Respect. Um, so with your style, uh, I can say for the past three songs, they all been about lyrics. Now you have a good delivery. But you make your words clear as opposed to what's taking over with today's rap, mumble rap. <laughs> yeah. Um good guy. We we make fun of this guy named Polari, if that's his name. I I couldn't even fucking tell you what it is, but this Polari guy, we make fun of him and he's a big artist. Like it's crazy, like for him to even get featured. But like what made you want to stick? Because it's it's honestly, man, it's a tough, it's a tough lifestyle to be a rapper, to be all about bars. So what made you want to stick with that and not quote unquote be a trend and try and switch up your style to like today's style? Well, I believe in myself. I believe in what I bring to the table. I believe I have something very unique and different and uh, authentic. Um, I believe I have a a signature sound Mm -hmm. that the world, the world, I feel like my style, I incorporate a lot of old school like music as far as beat selection, rhyme patterns, or whatever the case may be, lyrics. Mm-hmm. And because I was heavily, heavily influenced by 90s hip-hop, so I incorporate that with my style. And I feel like it's, it's, it's something that has been missing. In, in the rap game for quite some time. Like, everything I bring mm-hmm. to the table, I feel the rap game is missing right now. Yeah. And I just feel like um, I, I don't knock the the new generation. I don't – I mean, I have songs that I, I like and dislike, and, but I just – I'm comfortable with who I am and, and my style and the, the direction I want to go. So I stick to that, man. I stick to my guns. I don't try to fit in, if you know, try to sound like so and so, or just to just to get some some views, or just to get a record deal, or whatever the case may be. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't follow, man. I, I lead, so that's that's my whole thing. I, I just, yep. I don't follow trends. I set trends, and and. That's what Collection Family is about, man. It's about being your own individual, uh, setting the trend, never following, being a leader, you know, showing, you know, setting, setting the, setting the bar and, and leading by example. So that's what I, I believe in. That's, that's who I am. 
and I, I'm comfortable and I believe in, in who I am and, and well, the music I make. I enjoy it. I know others do as well. So I know I have something. I have, mm-hmm. I have something going for myself, and I'm, I'm going to take that and run with it as far as I can. And that's that's fair. Um, before we even get into, like, your future, because I think that's where I wanted to go, I actually want to kind of, like, go into now, like, when you're laying down tracks. Um, and I ask every artist this because I always get a different answer, and I think it's really funny. But what are uh, some of the essentials you need when you're recording or writing tracks? Like, honestly, I, I, get, I mean, being that you don't smoke, so this answer is going to be different, but I get a lot of weed. <laughs> like, yeah, like artists, I feel like can't function unless they smoke. Um, I got Twizzlers, yeah, sure Dr. Pepper. So, like, w- what are some things for you? Um, I just need peace and quiet, man. When I'm when I'm writing, it's just me, me, my pen, my pad, the beat, and a quiet room. Um, that's that's what I like. That's how I I write most of my music. Um, recording is is pretty much the same way. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind having some friends there, you know, just kicking it. But they have to be mindful of of what's going on and mindful of the process, you know. Respect the process, respect the artist, uh, because this isn't necessarily the e- easiest thing to do. Um, like I said, um, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't mind a handful of people in the studio or whatever, but I usually don't have people in the studio unless they're working on a song with me. Um, sometimes I like to sip uh, while I'm writing or while I'm recording. So I might yep. have some champagne or some brandy or whatever the case may be, some rum and yep. coke or whatever. Um, it helps to get the creative juices flowing sometimes. But sometimes I don't need it. Sometimes I'm just in my zone and, and I just, you know, I, it, it all just comes out. Whatever's on my heart, I just write it down. Yep. And see, me, it's it's a different animal being alive and. When I sip, I've done this a couple of times. When we sip, I've been annihilated and been on air. And I can tell you firsthand, it does not work. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it just sure. don't work. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I've, I've smoked during shows, but that's okay. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get silly about that. But is there a point in time where like you've gotten too annihilated and you still recorded the track and you're just like, what is this? <laughs> Um, kind of, sort of. Um, I wasn't like crazy drunk or anything, but I, I yeah. noticed as, as like the night went on, and the more I started to drink, um, I was just I was I was in a I was in a space where I wasn't necessarily my mind wasn't my mind was elsewhere, but yep. I was in the studio. You know, and I yep. was supposed to be recording a song. And so the more I kept drinking to kind of forget about what was in my head, the more I, I, I noticed the more I started to kind of slur my words a little bit while I was while I was recording. Yeah. So I had to, I peeped that. I stopped, you know, drinking at that moment in time and, and just kind of, you know, put the, put the glass down. And uh, I think I just like came back the next day or like the next week and, and finished it off and finished the song. Um, but that's like the craziest or like the most, I guess, uh, to answer your question, like the most 
I guess, I don't know, drunk I've been or whatever, but I, I'm usually yep. pretty on point when it comes to recording. I come prepared. I yep. come with everything memorized. Um, you know, I'm all set and ready to go. All you got to do is press record. So that's pretty much how it goes with me. Now, what about on the other side of the coin? Have you ever had to work with somebody who was just not even productive and you're just like, bro, like I can't. <laughs> like, have you ever had to cancel a song because somebody just pissed you off that much? Um, no, no, I can't think you of You laughed. That. You just don't want to say their name out loud. That's what it is, huh? No, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly uh, I'm trying to think. Um, no, I don't. I haven't been in the studio with anyone who was like sloppy drunk or anything. Couldn't work. Excuse me. That's um, fair. Are you fine? I think. No, I, honestly, I, I'm trying to think, but I can't think of anyone. No, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. That's crazy. No, you're fine. You're fine. I just. I just want to know what like what type of drama goes on in, in Tay Scott's life when right, it comes right, to the right. music yeah, aspect. Like, you know what I mean? So just <laughs> like, like love and hip hop, yeah. <laughs> so um, we can talk no more more about your future. Oh, actually, we do got a caller on the line six one two area code. You're on the line with myself and Tay Scott. You want to say what up to him? Hey, what's up, Tay Scott? Just your mom. Hey, <laughs> Mama Scott. How very proud I am of you. Mama Duke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any embarrassing stories you want to say about Tay Scott while I have you on the line? Oh, not that I'd put on the air, no. Oh. Yeah, let's, let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just so proud of my baby boy, and mm-hmm. um, I'm so proud of all his achievements, all he has yet to achieve, and he's been a source of inspiration to me, definitely. Can I ask you, at what age did you notice potential in Tay where you're like, this is he's gonna be something special? When he was I'd say when he started walking. You know, he's always been independent, mm-hmm. sweet, kind. I mean I'm a mom, I get emotional, you know, going going down no, that I get road. It. But um I get it. He's always been um, a good kid. I mean, caring, loving, considerate. You know, well loved yeah. by his friends, his mm-hmm. teachers. Um, it's just since you done a good he's job. been here, he's a great kid. <laughs> to me, a he's a job. kid. I know he's a grown man, but he's 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 a great kid, and I'm he's so proud of you, baby. Absolutely. All right. Well thank you much, Mama Take Scott. Take over, baby. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to you. That's cool. And I yeah, I'm sorry, she she's she was getting ready to say later, but I apologize. But yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Have your mom call in. Um yeah, since she was walking, huh? Crazy. Number one thing. Yeah, I, I hey, that's the first time I ever heard that, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to get her choked up on the air. I do apologize. Um, no, I thought she she's like that. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I know that had to have been tough, huh? 
because I I'm dealing with somebody now who like is a waterfall, or like a, like yeah, it gets a sprinkler with some tears. So. We know a few. <laughs> we all know somebody like that. It's all good. Of course, I call her Deku because there's this anime. I don't, I don't I don't think you watch anime, but there's this character who cries all the time, like happy, sad, whatever. Like that's just their their thing. And okay. So I imagine that's what your mom's like. Super emotional, cries over <laughs> a yeah, lot of things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she, um, are you the oldest? She, she's, a, she's special, <laughs> special yeah. woman. Mm-hmm. Are you the oldest? <laughs> do you have siblings? Uh, I do. I'm the youngest of eight. Oh, okay. Wow, eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I'm the only child, so I never got to experience siblings. But I did have cousins because my grandma uh, had ten of her own, and she came okay. from fourteen. So like. I've had, I got cousins upon cousins. Like, me and you are probably cousins, and we don't even know it. You know what I mean? Like, that's how big my family is. But, like, um, the youngest of eight. So, what was that like growing up? Were you the troublemaker? Um, Not necessarily. Um, I just, like my mom said, I just kind of always did my own thing um, by choice. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I have a lot of... A lot of good memories, just like, you know, me and my brothers, we just like to, we would get in trouble, like, together, like, if, if anything. Growing up, we would get in trouble together in the in the beginning, and then as everybody got older, they kind of ventured out and started doing their own thing and dabbling in whatever, but I've always just been kind of, you know, um, strong-minded, independent, just do my own thing. Um, I've gotten some trouble here and there growing up, and um but overall, a, a pretty good kid. I stayed out of trouble for the most part. But um, I just like to, uh, I just like to have fun, and uh, I was just always, uh, always uh, wise for my age. Um, yeah. Always, always knowledgeable. So I knew, I knew how to stay out of trouble, and, and I knew uh, if I do certain things, where it would lead me. So I was always mindful and. Um, just like to surround myself with positive people and people who are goal oriented and like minded people and stuff like that, and that still that still holds true to today, you know. Of course, and uh, take us through this next track as we talk after that song um, about Collection Family and um, where you want to take it direction wise and where it's at currently. But for now, tell, uh, take us through this next track. Oh, uh, okay, Champagne Room. Which is uh, the next track? Also, my favorite track on the uh, on the album. It's a it's a celebratory song, so it's just celebrating life, mm-hmm. uh, achievement, success, um, you know, the good times in life, and, and being able to share that with those that you love, you know, family and friends. It's just a smooth track. Um, you know, good vibes all around. Um, you know, we all know champagne is like a, uh, you know, you drink champagne when you celebrate something, you know, when it's oh, yeah. a good, a good time. So this song is just celebrating life, man. And, um, just having a good time, setting all the bullshit aside and, and living in the moment and enjoying the moment. So I really like um, that song. Shout out to, uh, everybody who helped me out with the song, uh, TK, Top Notch Production. Shout out my guy, uh, Sickness. On the song and uh, C Smooth, um, he helped me out with the chorus. Bombo actually helped me out 
putting this song together as well. So shout out Bongo and everybody who uh, who was involved in the collection family. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I don't know if you remember, but Chris Rock said there's no sex in the champagne room. Hopefully you did not break that rule. But this is champagne room. <laughs> yeah. 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 This champagne room is probably a little different than my champagne room. <laughs> His rules are probably a little different, but it's of all course. good, man. <laughs> so we'll check out this Chris track. We'll talk about... He is a fool. And we'll talk more about Collection Family right after this. Don't go away. Yeah. 
Soda Sound Radio, back here with Tay Scott. That was Champagne Room. Um, way different. You are right. However, um, still that same vibe, jazzy vibe. So I think just the Champagne Room is classy. I think it's just safe to say that. Yeah, that's kind of the, you know, the vibe I was going for. <laughs> Have you ever had like been in the Champagne Room? Because I didn't even think. I mean, they exist, clearly, but. I think I'm uh, uh my credit's yeah. too bad to get it for that. <laughs> I mean, you you create your own champagne room, you know. That's kind of of course, that's fair. Yeah, that's like kind of the point of the song. Well, part of it is you know hmm. you just uh celebrate your own success, celebrate you know, the success of others, but you all coming together and enjoying each other's company and. And uh, just having a good time, man. So, I mean, you could be wherever you want to be. You could be at the crib and create your own champagne room in your own living room or something like that. You know what I'm yep. It's, uh, it's just, you know, all around a good time. Just have fun. Enjoy yourself, man. And uh, just live life. Pop, pop a couple bottles and, you know, enjoy right. ourselves. And we already been over this, but I never asked. Like, we already talked about liquor, but what is your brand? Like, if you had to get endorsed by one, who would it be? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> um, hmm. This would be, like, a good endorsement. So, like, if a liquor company were to approach you and say, you can't drink no other liquor but ours, we'll, but we'll pay you, like, blank checks every time, what would be that liquor for you? Oh, um, I would, I would, I would go with Brandy, the SOP. Hmm. SOP, that's the name uh, of it? Because I, I ain't never heard of that know, one. Brandy, yeah, just VSOP. Brandy. VSOP. Interesting. I never, I never heard of it because I, I'm just still stuck with E and J. So I, like I said, I don't really do brandy all that much. So I mean, this is something new. <laughs> yeah, I gotta try it though. I mean, they're pretty, they're pretty similar, but uh, I'm a, uh, I like brandy. Um, they have you know different flavors and stuff like that, just like any yep. other liquor. But yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's kind of cohesive with like a couple songs I have or. You know, like Brandy on the Rocks. I mean, it it, it makes sense. It would make sense, you yep. know, to be to be endorsed. And I would I wouldn't mind an endorsement. Yep. Now I feel like you're a classy guy. Um, kind of a. Thank you. Am I <laughs> am I right in the sense where like, not necessarily going out is too much, but I feel like you prefer just like three or four friends over. You got your VSOP. And you guys are just <laughs> having casual drinks and just shooting the shit. Like, is that your perfect night, or is actually going out to the club your thing? Um, it it kind of depends on my mood. I mean, no, that's you. You're not too far off, you mm-hmm. know, with, uh, with what you're saying. I am. I, I tend to be a homebody sometimes. I was just out with a, a few friends yesterday. We had a good time. We were in uptown. So um, I'm not, like, necessarily, like, big on, like, nightclubs and shit like that, but, like, a yep. lounge or something like that or uh, maybe, like, a rooftop patio, um, hanging out with some friends, mingling, networking. That's more That's more my thing. 
Yep. I'm not big. I'm not, I mean, I've I partied before, you know, house parties, went to the club, party bus, whatever, you name it. Like, um, but I'm, I'm not a big party guy. I'm pretty laid back and chill, so I like to, um, I like to, I like for my environment to be as well. I don't like it to be too hectic, too crazy. Just kick back and chill, man. You know, have a couple of drinks, eat some food, mingle. You know, exactly. So you you, you have it uh, pretty much on point. Yeah. <laughs> um. And you know, there's two songs I wanted to play, and we got like 19 minutes left. So I'm just gonna ask one more question. We're, we're gonna cut to a track quick, and then I'll ask you about Collection Family. Because I do want to know if you have a roster and all that other stuff. But for now, um, what is it that – what type of clubs do you like going to? Like, Because there are places like Dakota Jazz Club where it's a nice dress place and you have good music and it's not loud and crazy. But then you have places yeah. like Cowboy Jacks and uh, Poor House and all these other places, man, where the environment's loud. There's people. There's it's it's probably overcrowded. It takes like, and you can tell <laughs> where I'm like, what's my preference? But but it takes like 50 minutes to get a damn drink and all that other stuff. But like, are you okay with that? Is that your vibe or like what type of club um, do you like going out to? Yeah, I, I definitely like the Dakota Jazz Club. Um, I like the more upscale, laid back type of clubs. I like the W downtown. Yep. Um, that's another favorite spot of mine. I was at the poor house yesterday. Um, which is a good spot. I'm not knocking it, but yeah, I just, it I just feel like almost, yeah. 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 And it was actually <laughs> like, we, it took us a long time to try our waitress to get to our table and get our drinks <laughs> and, and that. So, I mean, you, you, I mean, you kind of just have to go with the flow. I don't like when that happens, but I mean, it's not like, it's not the end of the world, but it can be a bit annoying if, if it's too crowded and people are too sloppy drunk or whatever. Actually, I was at the poorhouse and then I moved over to uh, Cowboy Slims, and that shit was right. So and me, that's me and uh, me and a friend of mine were chilling on the rooftop and and that's even was, packed. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> thing. Yeah, the, the, I have a couple girls, a because... couple girls stumbling and one was yeah. gonna throw up and people oh, breaking bottles that. and shit and glasses. You get and, that. And like yeah. you swear it'd be the funnest night of your life, but when you think about it, you're like, that's annoying as shit." Because like the, the <laughs> Cowboy Slims is like it's like four stories tall or four floors high, yeah. And yeah. you you yeah. get out of downtown because downtown's just hot. Like no matter, like, <laughs> there's not even that many people, but for some other reason, it's just hot. Like you could be walking down a block and you're sweating. So like you get inside yeah. Cowboy Slims and it's even hotter, and you're like, "Damn, I'm trying to like escape this heat." So like you go up to the the third floor like where the rooftop is, and they got like tiki bars and more people standing, and it's just like, I can't, I can't do yeah, this. Yeah, it could be it could be a bit much. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. So that's, um, that's why I, I tend to prefer you know just kind of you know kicking back sometimes and shit can get a little a little bit too crazy for my taste. Yeah. And so like on the flip side though, um, what is your favorite type of like? Venue to perform. Um, I like the poorhouse. I have to say the poorhouse. I performed there last. Was it last month? Yeah, last month. I performed at the poorhouse downtown. 
but I really want to perform at the Poor House in Uptown. Mm-hmm. Uh, really dope venue. I, I like the way it's set up. I would like to perform at Myth. I like that setup as well. Um, Myth? Oh God, that that gone down, man. I would aim for the Armory, but the Myth, like not oh, even yeah, tech performance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Actually, yeah, you're yeah. right. The Armory. Well, I just like the way Myth. I don't know if it's still around, but I just like the way it's set up. I used to do security nice. there, so I, I I kind of I watched a lot of people perform there, and yep. I would like to 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 perform there as well. But yeah, you're right. The Armory. Definitely. You ever been in there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that place is live. Like, I really like how they have the floor open up, and then around the sides is the concessions and drinks, so you're not missing anything, and you can still go get your shit. And I think that is the most fanciest thing I ever saw. (laughs) The Armory is dope. It it really is. um, Princess performed there, all kinds of artists, Tech Nine. Yeah. They have concerts all the time. They got some concerts coming up, so I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna check that out. And before we cut to your next track, tell me what's the worst venue. I like I hate to say it, though it's a really dope place. My choice is First Ave. I don't like the way First Ave is set up. It's I've never been to First Ave, honestly. Uh, really sad to say, okay. I've never been inside. I would I would like to perform there possibly. I've never yeah. been inside. I, I don't know what it looks like, but um. The worst place I take I it back. Seventh Street, which is right next to First Ave. I take it back. Seventh Street because I okay. saw Royce there, Royce the Five Nine, and I was like, this didn't do him justice. Like the speakers was bad. They only had one bar, oh, and it was like one person, and it was yeah. I mean, like granted, it's a hole in the wall. Like, it's a small standing room type of place, but I didn't think Royce the Five Nine had any business in there. So I think that's like the worst venue okay. to perform at. Um. Well, I don't really want to say, like, name a spot that would be the worst, but, I mean, as far as, like, I, won't, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say this. I'll name a spot, but I won't say it's the worst spot to perform. Just your least favorite. It may not, it may not be the the, uh, the best choice. Um, <laughs> okay, you know, that's fair. As far as, like, like, the type of crowd you may want to bring in or, like, how big it is, depending on, you know, space-wise or whatever. But I've been yep. to a couple spots. Um, the Roz, Roz Lounge in St. Paul. They're, Roz Lounge, they're, okay. They're, they're performing areas like in the basement. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's hot down there. And it's like, it gets kind of crowded because it's not that big. Yep. Um, it's not like, like there's not a lot, a lot of space. Yep. Just like you said, like the space. Royce performed that didn't do him justice. So depending on who you are, uh, certain areas, certain uh, clubs may not do you, do you justice. But uh, I would say Robin's Lounge and uh, Honey. I never performed at Honey, but their setup is pretty much like Rob's Lounge. It's in the basement, and it's dark, and kind of crowded and shit. And, you know, it may right. not be, for some artists, their ideal place to perform. <laughs> and that's fair. Um, so take us through Dear God and then we'll talk more about Collection Family and then we'll end it with uh Still I Rise, but for now Dear God is up next on the playlist. Dear God is uh it's pretty much me me venting, um <clears throat> just speaking my mind, speaking uh what was on my heart at the time. Like you said, I'm all about lyrics and delivery and, and a message. I like to send a positive message out to anybody who's uh willing to listen. 
Um, Shouts out to Bombo. He helped me with this beat. Me and Bombo, uh, we, we produced this beat together. Um, it's, it's, it's a dope song. It's pretty much, you know, straightforward. And um, I touch on a, on a few different things, my beliefs, my opinion. Um, but it's, it's, for me, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a motivational song. Um, mm. It's kind of in your face, but it's, it, it's uh, it, it has a positive message to it as well if you if you really take the time to listen. Right. All right. So here's Dear God. We'll be back in about two and a half, and then we'll talk some collection family. Don't go away. I had a dream last night, God told me it was my year Collections in the building, and we ain't going nowhere History in the making, that's what we here for To make an impact, that's what we live for From the shy, also known as Chicago Concrete jungle, might as well call it the Congo And they wonder why we all fucked up Cause the world got us all fucked up But you don't hear me though Born at the bottom with my back against the wall Nothing was ever given Had to fight for it all Like float like a butterfly Sting like a bee I'm just trying to feed the fam Everybody gotta eat So to clear my mind I hotbox with a few L's Open the sunroof Watch the whip exhale This is real life It's so not scripted As real as they come dog I'm so non-fiction Some say I'm all that <laughs> And then some But I just want the world And then some Honestly, I feel that's the way it's supposed to be I put that on the life of the woman that gave birth to me You know Miss Santa Maria Flow heaven sent spit like I got a fever My presence is a present, not to mention a blessing Feliz Navidad, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas Birth unplanned, what's next to come? A child, one of one, you know, son of the sun I heard they throwing hate, that's another story I fall back, bounce back, brush the devil lost me I hear whispers in the dark Never up close, they're always made from afar I try to keep the distance between us and them They're broke, that's the difference between us and them Had some friends turn foe, fuck it, I ain't need them anyway Don't need friends, just family, that's on everything I keep my circle small like a penny Cause you can fuck with a few, but you can't trust many, no Nah, ain't no stopper for us, straight to the top Failure is not an option for us He who lacks ambition will never progress So therefore, he shall never see success Uh, I'm just speaking the truth, I hope you're hearing me They say the truth hurts, I hope you're feeling me And I mean that, literally I'ma hold it down until the day that they get rid of me Amen Dang, Bish is out here. So this is on radio. That was Tay Scott with Dear God. Um, as we mentioned, Collection Family, you're head of the uh, label. When did it become founded? Uh, 2015. I, okay. uh, I got the idea from Bombo, like I mentioned before. Um, you know, I, and, I mean, he pretty much he handed it over to me, you know, and I just, I just took it and ran with it. Yep. And do you have a roster? Uh, I do, a growing one. Um, uh, an artist called LA, or artist named LA Flea. 
He's uh, the younger generation. He's like the next generation to come, the next generation mm-hmm. of uh, collection music, man. He's a younger cat. Um, he's got a lot of swag, man. He has like the new, the new school, like the the new school feel, but he has a a bit of an old soul. So I feel yep. like he can bring a a good mixture of both. You know, if that's that's appealing, and you know, he can also uh, spread a good message to you know those. Um, you know his age and older. Um, Janet Nightingale is another artist I work with very closely. Um, Focus, my guy Focus. Hmm. Um, Triple M. Um, a lot of these guys were on the album. Um, uh, who else? Who else? Um, Tay Beasy is another artist. Um, CJ. Uh, Q Green, uh, Sickness, Be Smooth, like a lot of people that were on the album and people I've worked at, worked with in the past um, are, are partnered with the my label, if not on the label. I see. And um, you're 25. You got a growing member or a growing roster. Um, you released your first album. And now that you got your taste of that, I feel like, well, A, your second album is going to come a lot quicker but you're going to keep cranking them out. Um, At what point in time, um, I guess, actually, that's not even the question. Where where do you see yourself from five years with Collection Family and its artists? Say that one more time. I'm sorry. So like five years from now, it's uh, 2022. If I did the math right, 2022. Where do you see Collection Family? And, uh, uh, it's roster and yourself. Oh man, fucking taking over the fucking game, man. That's the plan. <laughs> um, right. Honestly, uh, just a fucking powerhouse name. That's yep. that's what we're going for. A brand and an empire that is is not to be fucked with. Um, mm. I I have a vision, a clear vision. Um, I don't want to just do music, you know. I just I want to use music as a stepping stone to do other things. But exactly. Musically, n- nobody's gonna stand a chance. It's okay. Just, and I'm not trying to like sound like an asshole or cocky or nothing like that. I'm really not that kind of guy. But I, <laughs> yeah, you are. Don't I know? I know what I believe in, and I believe in myself, and I believe in <laughs> in, in those around me. Right. I mean, honestly, you can ask anybody that knows me. I'm not a cocky guy and shit, but when it comes to something I'm passionate about, you know, I, I definitely go all in. And a force to be reckoned with, man. Um, yeah. All over the world, international. I'm thinking international with this, uh, with this, with this concept, with the music, with the label. International, man. Five to ten years from now, definitely international. And. Um... Where's the website that we can check Collection Family? Uh, dot com. Okay. Okay. That's T-A-Y-S-C-O-T-T music.com. That's my official that, website. Okay. Yep. All right, that's cool. Um, and then that's where we can find your artists and everything else, right? Uh, well, not necessarily. Uh, a lot of the artists on the label are kind of like, or that work with the label, um, you can, they have like their own separate 
like accounts or things like that. My my website uh, at the moment, for the most part, is is geared towards uh, the album and 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 my my own music and, and my uh, my brand. But I mean, we all fall under the same umbrella. So, I mean, you can ask another artist who uh, who works with me, like L.A. Flea or Janet Nightingale. You know, they all rep collection family, and and, and we are all a family. But you know, everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I still allow everybody to do their own thing as far as like their own page or uh, their own you know, social media accounts and things like that. You know, so okay, we're all a team. We're all a, a team, but we're all you know individuals as well. So. A collection. I totally get where you're collect- going with exactly. that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I totally get where you're going with that. <laughs> it all it all makes sense. Yes. Yes. Um, and so. The album's out. Uh, where can we get it? Um, you can get it from my website, actually, um, tayscottmusic.com. You can download it or you can uh, purchase a hard copy, and uh, I will personally ship that to you wherever you are in the world. Um, you can listen to the album on my uh, Reverb Nation and SoundCloud pages, soundcloud.com backslash Music. And ReverbNation.com backslash Tay Scott. Uh, you can check out my YouTube channel. Uh, I have a, a handful of songs from the album uh, on my channel as well. Um, also, my uh, my music video for Dear God that's on uh, my YouTube page. Um, all you gotta do is type in Tay Scott or Tay Scott Music, and uh, 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 what you're looking for should pop right up. And last but not least, final question of the interview. And thank you so much for uh, for jumping on, man. Like I'm obviously gonna invite you back on because um, it's I, I enjoy doing this. But um, what's next for you? Uh, at the moment, uh, more performances. I'm, I'm working on setting up a college tour. Um, more music videos. I have a music video for Thinking Out Loud. Uh, I'm working on right now. Um, I just did another interview that's gonna be that's gonna be online. I want to say around after the weekend, probably on Monday. Uh, Is it with Peter Parker? Interview. No, <laughs> that, that's on the that's on the to do list. I swear, Parker. man, like he be poaching because like I get somebody first, and the next thing you know, I see Peter Parker with the same artist I had like a week later. Or even the next day, yeah. and it's like, damn you, Peter Parker! <laughs> like I didn't, I'm the smaller cat. I, I, I didn't know that. Man. No, no, honest to God, that's truth, up, man. Like I, I had uh, I had Roland on one episode. The next day, he's on Peter Parker. I had um, oh man, I had Minnesota on, and the next day he was on Peter Parker, and I'm like, God, oh shit! You're gonna have to uh, put a sensor on your show or something. I don't know. But um, no nah, man. Uh, what's next for me? What's what's next for Collection Family? Touring. Um, I think I just lost connection. Um, I would have to say touring, more music videos. Um, shit. Another album, which is uh, called Nineteen Ninety Three. That's in the works right now. Um, 
Just going to keep the ball rolling, man. Trying to take this thing international. Um, I really think I lost. (laughs) Yo, can you hear me? I hope you can hear me. We're still on on the line, but uh, I can't hear you. But anyway, man, I think that's pretty much it. Interview's over. It's 8 p.m. Thanks for everybody for tuning in, man, showing your support.